welcome to Astro Babble. Um, I'm Donna from Donna B Astrology. And I'm Linda from Scullywag Astrology. We're here today to talk about the new moon in Pisces. Mm -hmm. That's right. And that's going to be at 12 degrees and six minutes Pisces, I believe. We'll soon find out. I'll bring the chart up. That sounds like a great idea. 12 minutes and no, 12 degrees and six minutes. That's exactly right. Hopefully as we go through the houses, you'll be able to pick out um, your sun, moon or rising sign and apply the specific sign to the new moon and the energies that you'll be facing. Mm -hmm. And new moons are associated with new beginnings. It's about planting the seeds. And uh, at the uh, full moon, you get the harvest. So new moons are a great time for setting new intentions. This new moon is in 12 degrees Pisces and Pisces is traditionally ruled by Jupiter. And we have Jupiter at 14 degrees of Pisces, really close to this new moon. And Jupiter is a benefic, it's a fortunate or lucky planet. So this is a nice uh, new moon. Did I say full moon before? I don't know, but it's a new moon. They all know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is a new moon. Um, yeah. And then we have a sextile from this new moon at 12 degrees to Uranus at 11 degrees. So maybe something a little bit new or innovative about these new beginnings or new intentions. Right. Or unsettling or destabilizing. Well, let's see. Uh, yeah. A little bit of that. That's how you look at uh, change, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Upsetting the apple cart. We have uh, Saturn, which is restriction and limitations, and uh, Mercury, which is communications and thinking in uh, Aquarius, which is a sign next to it. So it doesn't really see that new moon, but it's it's kind of a strange one that you've got this structured thinking and kind of a little bit more, not depressed thinking, but like conservative thinking. And yet you've got this new moon with this electric, eccentric, shocking kind of wanting to start new things. So it might be a little bit of a push and pull there, perhaps. Possibly. I would, I would suspect that looking at uh, Venus and Mars, they're... Um... They're still doing that dance back and forth over mm -hmm. together and, and trying to entice Pluto into their, their tango. And Oh, yeah. It's a uh, threesome. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of yeah. intense energy with that Pluto right there. Yeah, yeah. So if you have a Pisces sun, moon, or rising, this new moon will be taking place in your first house. So this is the house of your appearance and um, your vitality. So you might be um, wanting to, you know, have a little bit of a new look, a revamp of how people see you or view you. Um, you might be wanting to, you know, take control of your vitality and health. You might be um, wanting to improve that in some way. Uh, it might be a little bit difficult with Jupiter in the, same house there Jupiter does like to expand and new moons are about growth so but you know that doesn't mean that um you can't start exactly you can do stuff that will improve yourself 
because the first house is yourself. So it might be starting school even, a class. And so if, the, if you are an Aquarius and this full moon is gonna be happening in your second house, it's going to have to do with your money being in Pisces um, and Neptune, you might not be able to see exactly where all your money is, or you might not be very clear of where you want your money to go or how you want to spend it. That is as well sextiling the Mars and Venus and the, the Uranus. So it could be a little unsettled, but I would try to focus on how you want your money to be utilized, especially in Pisces. It's, it's pretty much known for finishing up things as a mutable sign. Yeah. And if you are a Capricorn ascendant, sun or moon, it will be happening in your third house. So this could be new beginnings surrounding siblings or to do with um, short distance travel, or it could be about your local area. So there might be new beginnings, new things happening. It could be new gadgets, communication gadgets. You know, you might be, maybe you've always driven and now you want to bike around your local area, that sort of thing. If you are Sagittarius, this will be happening in your fourth house. And that is the house of your father or your lineage. So things could be happening new that is happening around your home your father might be doing some new things so it will have all that energy around the new stuff in your father and where you come from your home your lineage your ancestors that's all yeah. fourth house stuff and that's where your new your the new moon will be happening and if you are a scorpio sun moon or rising this new moon will be happening in your fifth house which is a fun house so this is to do with children, our children and creativity and fun topics. So it could be a child coming into your world or it could be a new creative project that you're starting. It could be a new hobby, it could be a new romance because that's also covered by the fifth. Or it could be, you know, more socializing or a new hobby. And in the sixth house, if you, if you have Libra as your rising sun or moon, the new moon's going to be happening in your sixth house. And so you might want to pay attention to new things that you are starting on your daily routines. It also has to do with your pets. Your pets might need um, a new start of some kind, whether it's a diet or a plan or an obedience regimen. Could be that you literally uh, buy or adopt a pet at that time. Or maybe, you know, maybe you've got a pet that's having puppies or kittens or something like that at this stage yeah and if you are a virgo ascendant sun or moon this will be happening in your seventh house so new beginnings in one-on-one -on -one close relationships this could be a new business partnership or it could be uh it might be new beginnings in your relationship so it could be getting married getting engaged moving in becoming exclusive kind of new start there so so that's the seventh house that's great um for the for the eighth house if you are a leo sun moon or rising it's going to be happening in your eighth house and it's going to have to do with your the, the, the money of other people 
So wills and trusts might be a good thing to start right now. Make sure you have those in place. Could be a good time for a loan too or uh, taxation matters yeah. or insurances. <laughs> here, and in the, here in the country, in, in the United States, we have tax season coming up. So <sighs> time to think about <laughs> other people's you know money. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are a Cancer ascendant sun or moon, this will be in your ninth house. This is the um, expanding your horizons section of your chart. So you might be starting a new course of study, higher education, or you might be sitting out on a new adventure to a new city or a new country uh, traveling. You may be investigating other cultures or beliefs, or it could be something to do with religion. It's usually something that's a little bit beyond if the third house is all about what's familiar to us, the ninth house is what's not familiar with us, to us, yeah, start again. <laughs> um, so yeah, new new things, expanding your horizons, maybe looking into something uh, that's a little bit different to what you've been exposed to in the past. Things that are far away, for sure. Um, and then moving on, if, Gemini, if you are a Gemini rising, sun or moon, Chances are most of this stuff is, it really works with the rising sign. If you don't know mm. your other, your, your, your rising sign, the sun or moon, take a good second or third, but the rising sign is really what we're, what we're going yeah. for here. Um, that being said, if Gemini is your rising sign, this full moon is going to be taking place in your 10th house. And this is going to have to do with what you're known for, or it could have a lot to do with uh, your career so um, these new things you might have a new project at work you might have just anything new of what you're known for if you belong to a group you might start something new so whatever you're known for is where this is going to show up for you yeah and it could be a new boss too could be hopefully a good one <laughs> hopefully <laughs> <laughs> And if you're a Taurus, sun, moon, or rising, this will be happening in your 11th house. So this is a house of groups, friends, and organizations. It's also your hopes and dreams. So you might be, you know, making new friends, or you might be joining new groups. You might be starting new projects with friends or groups. It's uh, the house of networking. So you might be networking more and um, or hopes and dreams maybe you're kind of making a start on something that you've wanted to do for a while and now's the time and if if so that's great because that um, Jupiter very close to the new moon ruled by Jupiter yeah that seems pretty good it gives the energy of expanse for any of these things that that Jupiter and the so enthusiasm mm -hmm. yeah the enthusiasm too yeah yeah and, and especially with the ninth house it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, true. Right. Um, and so moving on, if Aries is your uh, ascendant, sun or moon, most likely the ascendant, new moons can be taking place in your 12th house. That is new endings, new finishings up. So if you're working on, you know, finishing up a project and having it, you know, presentable to whether, you know, rebuilding a front porch, you could really be doing anything. And this is how it would show up in your 12th house being that new moon. So yes, 
So that's the horoscopes for the month. It is. It is. And uh, well, for, not for the month, that's for the new moon. <laughs> um, but we're going to have a look at um, where some of the other major aspects that are coming up between this new moon and the full moon in Virgo, which is on the 18th of March. So we have the new moon on the 2nd of March. Um, and at the time, you can see that we've got that Jupiter really close to the sun and moon, which is the new moon when they're together at the same place. Um, we mentioned the sun and uh, moon having just passed that sextile to Uranus. Mm -hmm. And the... Um, Saturn and Mercury, that um, conservative thinking uh, right. will just happen because you can see that Jupiter's just passed Saturn. So it's already in the rear view, but it's still very close. So it will be still felt at that time. So on the third, we have Mars and Venus come up and conjoin or they're conjunct. Pluto, and then they're going to quickly pass him because they're moving pretty quickly at that time. Uh, Pluto brings intensity, depth, sometimes power struggles. So with Venus, that could be that could be quite um, interesting. Could be obsessive, obsessive love. Um, could, be. could be jealousy. Could be um, yeah. Could go either way either really deep, intense feelings. Um, but yeah, they could easily spiral out of control. And with that Mars there too, kind of at Mars, it's a controlled Mars, but it's still Mars and Mars does get angry. So um, yeah, it could be a really interesting. It could be, you um, could either have, you could either have the um, aggression in the power struggles, or you can get the with the Venus has that, you know, let's work it out kind of energy as yeah. well. I, I, I'd like to see that more <laughs> given, given my, my choices. Um, Pluto takes that, that small thing and explodes it. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty much in a sextile by house um, with that Jupiter. So there, there's that energy. I don't really see, yeah. I don't really see much, you know, explosive or, or, or expansive things, but the, um, the Pluto and the Mars, when they're going back and forth on one planet over and over and over, there's, there's like, uh, usually a message there. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. Yes, they are. Um, so it could be an intense time on the third, uh, either for good or bad, um, hopefully for good. Uh, and then on the fifth, we have the sun and Jupiter conjoining. So you can see Jupiter up here with the sun. It's going to soon, well, the sun has already passed Jupiter. So it's starting a whole new cycle. It's um, the new synodic cycle for Jupiter. Um, so it'll be a nice young Jupiter. It will be um, reborn. So, and in the sign of Pisces is nice because it rules Pisces. So, yeah, it's in its own domicile there. Mm. It has a lot of dignity. So it it does, 
it does get to speak louder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that uh, Jupiter is enthusiasm and generosity and wisdom. It's a lot of really nice things. Um, so, yeah. And then on the sixth, the next day, we have Venus finally catching up to Mars and um, passing it because earlier, a couple of weeks ago, um, Venus was actually um, had Mars chasing her and uh, Mars overtook her and she's finally caught up enough to um, overtake him overtake now. Overtake him, yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that uh, back and both, forth on that, on that yeah. pilot struggle. Yeah, well, that was for, it's been a month that they've been really super close together and traveling together. So um, they'll be together till about the 12th of um, March before they move beyond that one degree away from each other. Uh, and they've just moved into Aquarius. So Mars has kind of lost some dignity because it was very, very strong in um, Capricorn. In Aquarius, it's, it's not in detriment it's not in a bad position but it's not as strong as it was and uh, venus yeah venus aquarius is a, a, a unusual sign it's kind of got that offbeat <laughs> avant-garde type feel to it hasn't it it's just very the, left of center yeah the modern ruler is uranus so mm -hmm. that's where i think it gets that um out of the box or you know, yeah. unusual yeah. energy that, that Uranus is, is known for. But That's the, the hardest thing I had coming from modern astrology to Hellenistic was giving up uh, Uranus as the ruler of uh, Aquarius because it just made so much sense. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Saturn is, is the traditional ruler and Saturn mm. is as well known for causing disruption well, it's those boundaries it's like capricorn kind of is on one side and kind of maintaining it and then you know aquarius is just like yeah well i've gone beyond that yeah. <laughs> or no i'm not doing that it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. kind of like yeah i saw your boundary i kind of leapt over it so what are you going to do yep <laughs> on the ninth we have mercury moving into pisces yeah so Mercury is communications and thinking and learning, and it's moving into Pisces where it's what we call in detriment and in fall. And yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, it's not a good position for not real happy Mercury um, being opposite of its um, domicile and exaltation, Virgo. Uh, yeah, Mercury is not that happy. And then with Neptune in there as well i would make sure that you're checking contracts particularly later in the month when that mercury comes up and joins neptune that should make for an interesting that day yeah just just while mercury's in that same house as neptune i would yeah um good time for creative stuff though um particularly oh, um when it does come up to conjoin that neptune so well, yeah, it would give you the, it would allow you to have that freedom, that, that, that no boundaries to think beyond that out of the box. So if you do mm. have a problem, this is, this is the energy that you're waiting for because mm. you got Jupiter to help with the sun 
Neptune, Mercury, you could, you could really fix some problems that uh, you might be facing. With uh, Pisces, Neptune is the modern ruler, so it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Try to use the energy. Don't, don't go like, I can't do anything and all I'm going to do is drink all month, but try oh, yeah. to use the energy to, to do something positive. You got Venus. Well, you know, for all that Mercury and Pisces gets a bad rap. I mean, Abraham Lincoln was a Mercury and Pisces. I have a feeling that um, Galileo was like, he was either Mercury and Pisces or Mercury and Sag, which is another yeah. place where it's in detriment. So they just think a little bit differently to other people. So that's my excuse. I'm a Mercury and Pisces, so. <laughs> um, well, I am yeah, Jupiter and Pisces, just, so I'm all about groups. Oh, well, there you go. You know, it's it's just different. And, you know, what can you do? You work with what you're given. So that's right. I kind of like it actually. Embrace the red kitchen is is what I was when we bought this yeah. house. It was it was a red kitchen. It was like, well, <laughs> what do we do with all oh that red? Oh, red kitchen, because they say that like McDonald's and that used red and that kind of, you know, because it's supposed to promote eating. No, so. we no, we had the red wings when the um Stanley Cup that year and we decorated it with the Red Wings logo logos. <laughs> we worked with what we had. Anyways. Uh, um, so now we're going to the 13th. Yep. Where we have, oh, this will be fun. We were talking about confusion. Um, we're going to have the Sun and Neptune together. So we were talking about how Neptune has that it's kind of it's got no boundaries. It's kind of just think of limitless. water. Think mm. of water. It's kind of like the ocean. You kind of look and look and look and look, and it just goes on forever. And Neptune can be a little bit like that. Um, and with it conjunct the sun, that can be a little bit um, can kind of sap your energy a little bit because the sun is our vitality and you know also our intelligence. It's our um, they're our essential self, actually. So, right. so yeah. So, really good time for daydreaming in lovely Pisces, and we'll have Mercury and Pisces there to help, and Jupiter as well. Oh my goodness! Yeah, don't try any um, difficult tasks. <laughs> don't try. <laughs> don't don't operate heavy op heavy machinery with this. Um, yeah, but a nice, a really nice time for daydreaming and floating along on a cloud. I know there will be a lot of, in the United States, St. Patrick's Day um, celebrations are starting. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, actually, I saw one on Facebook, and I remember thinking, yeah, hmm, getting in early, so. Yeah, I know Detroit is playing their, uh, they have their big things, or Thanksgiving, uh, St. Patrick's Day parade. Nice. In, in, a, nice. in an Irish part of. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, St. Patrick's Day is very popular down here too. Yeah, we got a lot of um, Irish um, immigrants from way, way back. Um, yeah, and I have Irish Neptune. in my heritage too. <laughs> Pardon? I have Air I have Irish in my heritage too. Mm -mm. Oh, I, I meant Australia in general, because so, um, a lot of them immigrated, or some of them were forced mm -hmm. to immigrate. But <laughs> um, yeah that Neptune will be starting a whole new synodic cycle too. 
So hmm, it'd be interesting. But yeah, you you might not feel might be hard to get yourself started. Focused. Might be hard mm, to get focused. Yeah. yeah. Foggy thinking maybe too. So and then oh, then we're gonna have Mercury and Uranus. This is this is gonna be an interesting couple of weeks. <laughs> On the 17th. It is. So that is St. Patrick's Day. So it is. It is. Mercury, Mercury sextile Uranus. Okay, it's going to be conjoined Jupiter. It's close. It's not super close. That uh, Sun and Neptune are still going to, yeah. I think there's going to be some fun times had. Right. There mm -hmm. is a time to relax. Um, I think this is the beginning of a time to relax. I think the beginning of March is when the planetary energies aren't going to be so heavy the way they have been. Yeah. And I, if I remember correctly, I know somebody, a um, mutual friend of ours, was talking around about 8th of April or something is like a really good day, like astrologically. Yeah. We have a wedding coming up in our family. Oh, nice. For April, the 8th of April? April 9th, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, nice. So. Very nice. Well, this mutual friends in Australia, so that would actually, you know, I can't do it backwards. <laughs> so it might actually be the, no, no, it would be the ninth here and for it to be the eighth there. But yeah, oh, who knows? Maybe it'll be really, really nice. So it's still a nice. Oh, I'm sure thing. it will be. Good Lord. Um, yeah, I, I was talking about this, the actual, whatever this super thing was supposed to be. Yeah. See, this is Mercury and Pisces in action. <laughs> I get very it's good to have such a good easily. example, <laughs> but you, you really are, um, you really do have everything um, set together and, and you have been maintaining this website very good. In, in this yeah. um, so is that the last, uh, that is the last. Yeah, um, that, that's the last major aspect. aspect. So, we can move, so. so we can move on to um, my other favorite topic. Crystal. It's crystals. Um, this Ooh, is an adventuring. Uh, it has a Mohs hardness of seven, so it's 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 pretty hard. Um, um, it uh, it's called the Good Luck Stone, so it's perfect yeah. for you know the St. Patrick's Day and the, the clover. Well, I was wondering whether you picked it because of St. Patrick. I kind of did. Um, this has a lot to do with growth, so um, people who. Um, are trying to like grow plants and stuff I would oh, okay. you know this is a good stone to use if you're trying to get more abundance that's what this stone is for is is abundance um, I use it in in grids for uh, prosperity and abundance as well mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't really work with this stone a lot if you are dealing with cancer no you don't want that to grow growing so mm -hmm. if you you have to remember uh, working with crystals, they do have energies. Um, they're not all bad. They're not all good, um, but they do. You you have to work with them smartly. If and and if you are of that cancer age, which everybody who's older it would be in there, you're you're fine to work with like one stone, hold on to it, carry it around for you with during the day. That's fine. Twelve, twenty four seven, probably not. <laughs> Well, it might just make you put on weight too. That's not good. 
<laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. This is in, in its raw form. Oh wow! You so, can see there's there's specks in it. Yeah, those specks are from fuchsite. Oh, okay. Which is, is kind of very, it's very shimmery. It's very mm -hmm. um, a shimmery stone. And you can kind of pick that up in, in aventuring. And okay. aventuring comes in uh, green, blue, and red, I want to think. Yep. And, and do they mean different things if they're different colors? They do. This oh, is associated okay. with the fourth um, heart chakra. Oh, so okay. I use this, mm -hmm. I use these I use adventuring on the heart chakra all the time when I'm doing a, a balancing. Mm -hmm. um, it it the elements that it is related to are earth and water, water and earth, mm -hmm. and it's got the earth. It's got the um, it's got, it's made with fuchsite. Yeah, nice. Like if I said, yeah. <laughs> you know, like obviously you can't say like I want to win lotto, but you could say that, but. But like you could say, I want to like be able to grow my income or grow something. You can come to you and get a layout specifically for that. Right. What I what I do is I'll make sure all the chakras are balanced. Okay, I'll, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll get my head straight. <laughs> make sure all the all the all the chakras are balanced. Once I've done that, then I'll do an abundance layout, and that's mm -hmm. and that's putting on. Um, many of these stones on <laughs> onto somebody and that's oh. it is it is an abundance layout mm -hmm. oh very nice very nice and um do you have an article on your website about that i don't but i will be writing one by saint patrick's day excellent well we'll put a link to that in the description when that's done as soon as it gets up i will mm -hmm. excellent and i'll I'll put that in there so that'll be good. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, I think that's about it. Where can people find you, Donna? Uh, you can get a hold of me at donnabarconsulting at gmail.com is the email address. Or you can just, um, if you remember, donnabastrology.com is my website. Mm -hmm. And where Excellent. can they get a hold of you? Uh, I'm available for readings and I've also got my website. It's uh, astrology.scullywag.com I had to think about that that's that Pisces Mercury again uh, I'm also on Facebook Twitter Instagram Pinterest I'm, I'm all around the place just type in Scullywag Astrology on Google and you'll find me so yeah awesome well thank and you of very course, much we'll links to all that in the description as well yeah so, um, yeah, that's until the next full moon, which is the 18th. So we'll be doing um, horoscopes for that. And yeah. then we'll be looking at doing an ingress chart um, podcast. That'll be interesting. That'll be around about the 21st. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. Awesome. Uh, please like and subscribe. Feel free to share. It helps with algorithm. Thank you very Bye. much. Bye.